Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. February is Black History Month, so I want to introduce you to one of the many black heroes in American history who fought against racism. Sometimes that fight meant helping fellow African Americans navigate the confines of discrimination. Other times, that fight meant risking one's life. Today's hero lived in the 1930s, a time when traveling the nation's highways while black was fraught with peril. Stopping at the wrong roadside diner could lead to discrimination. Running out of gas on a highway could lead to an encounter with the Ku Klux Klan. Making a bad turn into sundown town, where African Americans were not permitted after dark, could lead to a lynching. Some of those towns constructed signs at their borders warning, quote, don't let the sun go down on you, accompanied by a racial slur. In other words, a short trip down the road could be a death mission. One unique travel guide offered a way to sidestep that danger and humiliation, listing hotels and businesses from New York City to Birmingham, Alabama that were friendly to black patrons. It was called the Negro Motorist Green Book, and for 30 years it helped keep black travelers safe. The man behind the guidebook was named Victor Green. He was a poster worker who had lived in Harlem with his wife, Alma, and he set out to write a book after being subjected to discrimination during a car trip. Just what you've been looking for, he wrote in promoting his guide. Now we can travel without embarrassment. The first version of the guidebook was published in 1936 and documented safe places in metropolitan New York. It listed hotels, tourist homes, service stations, restaurants, garages, taxicabs, beauty parlors, barbershops, tailors, drugstores, taverns, nightclubs, and funeral homes that welcomed black people at a time in the country when it was legal for establishments to discriminate by race. The response to the first guide was so great that the next issue went national, offering listings across the United States. Over the years, the price varied. Some cost 75 cents, others $1.50. Salespeople helped distribute the copies. Customers could also order the guidebook in Green's Harlem office. The guide included upcoming national conventions and articles on safe driving rules and what to wear in Bermuda. An ad for the 1949 edition said, quote, If you're traveling, you don't have to worry about accommodations, whether this place will take you in or that place will sell you food. That is if you're white and Gentile. If you're not, you have to travel a careful route, like seeking oasis in a desert. Green longed for a country where his guide wouldn't be needed. Going out of print would represent social progress and meaningful change. He wrote in the introduction, quote, it will be a great day for us to suspend this publication for then we can go wherever we please and without embarrassment. Except during World War II, the Green Book Guide was published annually until 1967. That was three years after the passage of the landmark Civil Rights Act, when discrimination by race was outlawed. Green had died four years earlier, never seeing the moment he dreamed of. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Deneen Brown, who reported this story for The Washington Post. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.
If you're looking for another podcast to check out, try Edge of Fame from WBUR and The Washington Post. National arts reporter Jeff Edgers paints intimate, surprising audio portraits of actors, musicians, and comedians, from beloved performers you think you already know to up-and-comers bursting onto the scene. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.